New Zealand-based home renovation company, 6,593% ROAS. Sydney-based solar company, 2,700% ROAS. Hunter region-based bathroom renovation company, 5,616% ROAS. Melbourne-based building company, 13,182% return on ad spend. Adelaide-based solar company, 2,881% return on ad spend. Guys, the list goes on and on. If you are a trade-based business and you work with projects like roofing, solar, bathroom renovations, kitchen renovations, anything like that, head across to tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. Tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. Book in a conversation. It is game changing. Hello listeners and thank you for joining us on the Sideshed for Toolbox Talks once again. Just before we get started in today's episode, I just wanted to do a quick shout out. I've got a, um, just received an email and I've been in correspondence with a colleague of mine who um, just broke some pretty heartbreaking news to me. He has a, um, a fellow tradie actually, has a 21 month old little boy who's just been diagnosed with a pretty severe case of aggressive cancer um, and it's a very rare um, type. He's actually the only child in Australia who's ever been diagnosed with this um, form of cancer. Anyway, to cut a long story short, uh, there's been various uh, fundraising that's gone on to help this little boy. Basically, he needs to raise $100,000 to get treatment within Australia from a local surgeon. And then he has to travel to the United States where he's got to get um, elective surgery, which is not even available within Australia. And that's going to cost them $350,000. Um, so basically, we're doing a bit of a fundraising initiative here to raise raise some money for little Jimmy. Um, I'm going to put all the links to that in the show notes. So if you're in a position where you can help them, please, uh, it would be greatly appreciated. Um, obviously, I have a microphone, which is a bit of reach. And so I'm just throwing the word out there to anyone that could maybe help a hand to a tradie in need. Um, they're a young family, and this is obviously pretty heartbreaking news uh, to take. So um, there will again, there'll be links in the show notes. Um, I'm, I'm going to put a link to a uh, to an article from a local paper which is talking about it, and then of course I'm going to put a link uh, to the GoFundMe page, which is where you can uh, make a donation if you would please. That would be fantastic. Okay, let's dive right in. As adults and business owners. Asset protection is always at the forefront of our minds. However, very recently, I've just noticed that there's um, one specific area of asset protection that has been overlooked by a number of clients, a number of people that I associate with. And so with that in mind, I thought I'd um, create a short podcast on uh, one area that I think you could possibly all do a lot better in, and that is uh, protecting your real estate. And now when I'm talking about real estate, I don't mean the house you live in. I'm talking about uh, specific areas of your business. We're going to dive into this a lot more in this episode, obviously. However, um, it's relevant to anybody that is either in business, anybody that is starting a business, uh, anybody that is potentially looking at rebranding or repositioning themselves in a business. So um, enjoy the episode. And uh, if you like it, leave us some comments in the show notes. Giving tradies and contractors around the globe the tools to run a modern business. You're listening to Toolbox Talks from the Site Shed. Now here's your host, Matt Jones. Hello and welcome back to Toolbox Talks. Uh, my name is Matt Jones. And as I have alluded to in the intro there, you are joining us on this episode, which is called Claiming Your Real Estate. Now, I suppose I had better qualify what we're talking about here before we get started. So I'm not talking about uh, your home. I am actually in talking about business real estate. And 
It's something that I've taught in workshops over the years. It is very important and I do stress it a lot to our customers. However, I think it's probably something that I would rather get out in the open to every anyone that listens to this show. It's pretty much relevant to anyone um, who is in business or anyone that's looking to start up a business. So um, it's something that I've seen lately um, people are not doing. And as a result, it can certainly result in costing you um, as a business owner. So when we're talking business, business real estate, what I'm actually talking about is a number of uh, different areas. Firstly, talking about your business names and claiming them. And then secondly, we're going to be talking about your domain names. So your www.xyzplumbing domain name. We're going to be talking about your emails and then we're going to be talking about your social media. So obviously, the reason that I have decided to do an episode on this is because it is important and there's a lot of people out there that they, they leave it too late and they find themselves in a position where uh, very often, you know, what they're trying to get hold of is not available. So I suppose I want to start with your business names. So if you're currently running a business or perhaps you're even a sole trader and you're looking at maybe uh, moving into a uh, proprietary limited company, uh, it's a good idea, name, good idea to register your business name. And you'll need to do that with, or in Australia, you do it with um, uh, ASIC. However, you'd also be surprised at how many registered business names there are actually already taken. So there's a good chance that if you're trying to register your, your business name, it may not even be available. So what I would suggest is go and see if it is available firstly. So why you would do that? Well, if it's not available, it gives you an opportunity to secure it. And the reason that you would secure it is because obviously, you know, if come the time that you do want to trade as that business, then it's available to you. Now, at the moment, you might be trading as, you know, Joe Bloggs Plumbing or, you know, Joe Joe Bloggs Plumbing or whatever it is. And then you want to maybe move it into something a little bit more professional or you maybe want to rebrand. So you might want to change it to you know, freshwater plumbing, or I don't know, whatever it is, then at least if, at least you're able to legally do that if you've got that um, certification behind you. Um, if you don't have it, then it makes it hard. So when I would suggest you go ahead, go, go along and do it as soon as you can, all you got to do is log onto the website or if that's a bit beyond you, have a chat to your accountant. Your accountant should be able to secure that for you. If you're looking at doing a business restructure, then I would strongly suggest that you speak to your accountant before you go ahead and do it anyway. So in a scenario where you may be going from being a sole trader, as an example, to moving into you know a proprietary limited organization or something like that, then I would I would certainly um, recommend that you get some professional help from somebody in that regard. And yeah, as I mentioned in Australia, you can uh, go to the ASIC website and secure that name. And I'm sure there's something similar in for our overseas listeners as well. And the other thing you can do while you're in there, so. You can register your business name as, say, XYZ Plumbing, and then you can set up what they call trading names. So you can actually trade. If you know your company is XYZ Plumbing, however, you can trade as Andrew's Gutter Services, or you can trade as you know Ben's Block Drain Services or Ben's Pipe Relining. So you can actually set up trading names underneath your business name, which is all the same ABN, but it just means that you can trade as a different name. So that's something to look at. And again, once again, don't take my, I'm not an accountant. So all I'm doing is, um, I mean, I would say to you, if you are in a situation similar to that, then go and speak to an accountant and they will steer you in the uh, right direction. But I know that's something that I've done in the past and a lot of our, um, a lot of our clients also do, and it works well for us. So. Now, the other thing is domain names. Now, domain names are a tricky one because 
there are a lot of people out there that which will that will go and secure a bunch, you know, tons and tons and tons of different domain names. And that's okay as a strategy. Domain names themselves are becoming less and less relevant from a search engine point of view. So whereas you used to be able to go and secure names, say you were a plumber and you lived in, um, you know, on the northern beaches of Sydney, then you might go and secure a whole bunch of domains, which would be, you know, plumbermanly, plumberbrookvale.com.au, plumbergirlgirl.com.au, plumberdy.com, and all these different domain names. And then um, they would have a, like an SEO, to a degree, an SEO, I suppose, prevalence, like you would actually get credit for it um, on the search engines. However, that's kind of becoming less and less relevant these days, but it is still good to secure your domain name. So if you can go out there and, and claim that, um, domain, then it means someone else can't come along, take that domain, and um, and and put a website on it. Now, technically, if you hold the business name legally, hold the business name, then you are entitled to that domain. But I've been down the path of trying to get domain names back from people that have them, and trust me, it's not worth the hassle. It's an absolute nightmare. So um, you're probably in your best interest to get out there and secure domain names. And while you're there, think about securing domain names that are close to the ones you've got. So you know, if you're, if you're, you know, Ben's Plumbing, you know, you could claim things like Benny's Plumbing or uh, Ben's Plumbing and Gas or Ben's Plumbing and Hot Water or whatever it is, but anything that's close to it. And you can also get out there and claim your dot, dot .com, .com.au, .net, .net.au. There's, like, there's a bunch of different things you can do there to secure, um, I suppose, that asset a little bit further. Um, and it's getting a bit crazy now, like some of these domain names that are coming out are a I mean, I don't even know if it will be, would be I, I personally don't even bother claiming a lot of them. I mean, we've got things like, you know, Ben's Plumbing.Sydney, Ben's Plumbing.Melbourne, Ben's Plumbing.Yoga, like all this crazy stuff now. So I don't think you need to go too overboard, but it's probably not a bad idea to secure a few of the immediate, a few of the immediate domains that are close to it. So then that brings us into emails. And emails is kind of very similarly placed next to domains in the space that uh, your email should be tied to your domain. And if you are one of those people that is out there running with a, currently running with a, you know, dot uh, at Hotmail or at Gmail or at Yahoo or at even worse at Big Pond or something like that, um, I would strongly suggest that you um, segue into getting yourself a professional email account set up. And I mean, I know personally, I have a automatic response set up and saved in my Gmail um, where if somebody tries to approach me or sell me something from a, you know, from an at Gmail or an at Yahoo account, I have an automatic response set up where I send straight back to them saying, I'm sorry, we don't do business with people that don't have professional emails. Like I just cannot for the life of me understand why somebody would try and run a business with an unprofessional email account. So the platform that we like to use is Google Apps and Google Apps is basically, uh, it's Gmail, but it's for business. So it still gives you your, you know, ben at bensplumbing.com.au, but it gives you um, the, the interface of, of Google, of Gmail. So it's actually quite a cool product. Um, if you want any help with that, then just um, send us an email to tradie at tradiewebguys.com.au and one of our guys will, um, will get back to you in relation to how helping you set that up if you so wish. The other thing as well with emails, it's worth mentioning that sometimes spelling can be an issue. So, I mean, I take the common one, which would be enquiries and inquiries. So, there's enquiries with the E, E-N-Q-U-I-R-I-E-S, at your domain, or there's inquiries, I-N-Q-U. So, I would be... Um, Set up both the accounts so that you still receive emails. You know, if you're if you're telling somebody your email address over the phone, there's a good chance that they you know they may write it down incorrectly, especially if they're coming from another country. 
I know even myself with, you know, my name, Matt, um, I often, I always have M-A-T at whatever set up and then M-A-T-T at whatever set up, just so I know that, um, you know, if somebody does send an email to to um, an email account, which they're used to spelling it a certain way, then it will still come through. And you can do that for nothing as well. Well, you certainly can with um, on Google Apps. So you can set up what you call an alias account, which is basically the same email, the same email account. However, it's got a different name tied to it. So you can have Matt at, you can have accounts, you can have you can have greetings, you can have inquiries, you can have whatever you want, all set up in in the account. But it, it only comes through to the one email address, so it's quite hand, hand, handy. And you can send and receive from that. So again, if you want any help with that. Tradie, T-R-A-D-I-E at tradiewebguys.com.au and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll point you in the right direction there. And the last thing I wanted to talk about was um, in the space of claiming your real estate is social media. Now, social media is a bit of a different one because unlike domain names, um, they don't have a uh, geographic tag applied to them. Well, actually LinkedIn does, but um, other than that, I mean, when you're looking at um, say Facebook, for example, so you know, bensplumbing.com.au is quite clearly an Australian-based business. However, Ben's Plumbing on Facebook could be anywhere in the world. So it's a lot harder to secure that real estate on a social network than it is, you know, in a on a web um, in a web scenario if you're using like a, a geographical location. So I would get out there and be proactive in trying to secure those names. You don't necessarily have to secure um, anything close to it. Uh, from a social media point of view. However, I would definitely be out there and I'd definitely be getting claiming those names on, on, on the big ones anyway. So, you know, your Facebook, your Twitter, Instagram is a good one. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Google Plus, you can claim. I would even go as far as claiming your Pinterest. And, and by doing that, you're securing, I suppose, that real estate with your business name. You may never use those platforms. However, the reality is, even if you own them, it means that somebody else can't go and be trading as your name or cl- somebody close to your name. So it's worthwhile doing. How do you do that? Well, I mean, obviously, you'd have to go to your um, your specific accounts and you've got to go through the process of setting that up. Um, with Facebook, you can set up business pages and you can set up business groups and that you would do that. You need to have an account in order to do that, like a personal account. However, you will go in there and you can create a business page from within your personal account. With Twitter and Instagram, you will need to have you will need to create a separate account altogether. So if you have your personal um, Twitter account, that's fine. You will also need to create a personal business account. It's exactly the same process, and it's the same with Instagram. So I would, I would suggest you go do that though, and and you would apply the so the at symbol. So. You know, when you hear people talking about a Twitter handle, you know, like our Twitter handle for the site shed is at the site shed or our Instagram is at the site shed. Um, so what was the other one? Oh, LinkedIn. I firmly believe that if you're in business, you should probably have a LinkedIn account uh, regardless of whether or not you use it. Again, just go secure it. Um, it is quite a good platform. Uh, it can get a bit spammy from time to time, like people just trying to request it trying to request your uh, to connect with you just so they can sell you things. However, it is quite handy and you can actually create business pages from from your personal account once again. So, um, you know, if you're if you're Ben Jones and you want to create Ben's Plumbing, um, you can create a Ben's Plumbing page and then you can start posting content to that page. So that's pretty much all I wanted to talk to on that front. Just while we're talking about social media, it's a good idea 
if you do have a visual product, like if you're a builder and you, um, you know, you build new homes or, you know, something like that, or you're a landscape garden and you've got a really nice visual product, then I think it's a good idea to, you know, leverage platforms like Instagram and like Pinterest because, um, you know, they, it tells a story, images tell a story and it's very powerful. Oh, the one I did forget um, is actually YouTube. Make sure you go and claim YouTube. Um, and YouTube will actually, if you do have a Google Apps account, you will be able to set up your YouTube account and will connect to it. So that's another advantage of, of Google Apps. But yeah, definitely if you've got like a nice visual product, then, you know, platforms that are very image focused like Instagram and like uh, like Pinterest, they're very powerful. Um, and then, of course, you can apply, you know, using hashtags in the correct way. You can actually make it very visible to people that are out there searching. So that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about today. If any of you have any questions with that, just leave us some comments in the show notes and um, we'll jump onto it and try and address them the best we can. If you're looking at securing domains, I mean, there's a number of different ways you can do it. You can, I mean, I know in Australia here, there's there's dozens of suppliers. You've got your GoDaddies or your um, crazy domains. Um, we actually, for all of our clients, we we have our own reseller account with with a certain company, so we can um, we can reserve them for you or we can secure them for you. So if you need help with that, then just let us know. But yeah, other than that, if you've got any questions, just post some comments in the show notes there, and we'll get back to it as soon as we can. All right, that's a wrap. <laughs> So if you haven't already, head across to the siteshed.com and register for our Toolbox Talks where you'll be regularly sent great episodes just like this straight to your inbox so you'll never miss one. Uh, If you want to join the community, you can head across to the siteshed.com forward slash members where for a small monthly fee, you'll get access to regularly updated training material as well as access to our forum where you can mingle and collaborate with trade-based business owners just like you from all over the world. If you're enjoying this podcast, please head across to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. We greatly appreciate it, and it helps us spread the word and reach the masses. Likewise, if you know anyone that might benefit from the content we create, then please go ahead and share this with them. You've been listening to Toolbox Talks by The Site Shed. For more great content just like this, head across to thesiteshed.com and join the amazing community of savvy trade-based business owners. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. Please, if you did, head across to iTunes and leave us a review. We would very much appreciate that. Anyway, if you are a project-based trade business and you work in solar or bathroom renovations or kitchen renovations or roofing or something along those lines, and you would like to see some of the results that we've been showcasing in our marketing on for your business, thousands of percent return on ad spend, 2,000, 3,000, 5,000, 7,000, 13,000% 13,000% return on ad spend, please head across to tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. That's tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. It will be well worth the conversation and I can't wait to chat with you. Ciao.